0: Welcome to another episode of Six Minute Monday, where I give you six tips and tricks to make you more efficient and effective in the weight room, the board room, and on a football field. Tip number one: It's a training tip. Never, ever, ever underemphasize or undervalue the importance of the right footwear while you are training. If you guys have been listening to this podcast, you've heard me going on and on about the pains I've had in my feet, my knees, my legs. Uh, it all actually started many moons ago when I was dumb and thought it was soft to wear cleats while you were pushing a prowler. And uh, I remember the day. We were at Bloomingdale Park. It was a scorched earth day. I'm on the low handle of the prowler. And bang, I injured both of my big toes uh, pretty badly. (laughs) I couldn't move them for quite a long time because I was stupidly pushing this prowler without any traction on my feet, and it was a scorched earth day. Dumb. Fast forward uh, about two years after that. My feet feet change sizes for whatever reason. There's probably a hundred different reasons for it, but they change sizes. And I am working out in cleats that I'd worn for about six months to a year, that I bought because of my injury with the prowler, and my cleats were so big that they were falling off of my foot. I remember I did sliders, and they both fell, both of my cleats fell off my feet. Dumb. Then, I bought cleats that were too small, and I'm training, and they were crushing my feet. Dumb. Then, a few weeks ago, I'm sprinting on shoes that are so worn out that my foot went through the shoe. Dumb. (laughs) <laughs> Quick side story. While that shoe was broken, I went into my closet and found about a 10-year-old sneaker that was uh, pretty ugly. How did I know it was ugly? Because when I walked to football practice that day at Tottenville High School, I got about two steps onto the field and Joe Sarno made it a point to tell me how ugly they were and to never wear them again. In fact, he was going to buy me new sneakers so I could not have that embarrassment. Anyway, those sneakers that I was wearing, although they are ugly and old, they were pretty comfortable, and now I'm using them while I'm sprinting, and I have no pain or very little pain in my feet and my knees, That I hope that is a a contributing factor to the lack of pain that I'm having right now. Okay, tip number two, which I hope is also a contributing factor to the lack of pain that I'm having right now, I am supplementing with a fish oil supplement or an omega-3 supplement that I used to use back in the day. It has, it's from a biotrust, it's a krill oil. The, The selling point for this krill oil is that it has a lot more DHA than EPA. Go Google what that means, because I don't have enough time in the six money, money to explain it. But what I will say is that traditionally people have thought that DHA uh, would fix more of uh, brain health and that EPA would fix more inflammation. But now there's some studies saying that DHA actually helps with inflammation more than EHA does. So... Sorry, EPA does. Having said that, given the pain that I was having in my legs, I figured, let me me cycle back to this and let's try and get more of this D- H.A. in my body, and if I can get more of that D.H.A. in, will it help reduce inflammation that I'm having? Now, why did I go off of it when I went to go see Dr. Tom a few years ago? He said, look, your, f- your omega-3 levels are awesome, but you don't have enough EPA in it. So what I'm going to do to make sure that I don't get back to that point is I'm going to do one month of this krill oil, then one month of the omega-3 supplement Dr. Tom gave me, and then I'm going to cycle back and forth a uh, month over month and just see how I'm feeling. Okay, tip number three, a quote that I am thinking about, it is, Superman would make a crappy journalist. I'll say it again. Superman would make a crappy crappy journalist. So what does that mean? It means that if you take someone who's awesome at something and you put them in the wrong spot, they're going to do a terrible job in that spot. I heard a guy once say if you took Tom Brady and moved him uh, 1 foot over to the left, he'd be the least valuable football player in the NFL in NFL history. Think about that. You take one guy, you move him a foot over to the left, instead of being quarterback, now he's a, a left guard. He's going to stink. So think about that if you're a coach, if you're a, a businessman. If, take your employees, put them where their strength is, and don't try to get them to do something that they either have absolutely no interest in or that they're not really good at. Again, Superman would make a crappy journalist. Tip number four, something that I am uh, reading or watching that's moving me. Well, the problem is I'm reading or watching a little bit too much stuff, and it's actually overwhelming me. It's overwhelming me to the point that I'm listening to these coaching podcasts of all the stuff that these guys are doing, the hours they're putting in, the, the candle that they're burning at both ends. And I'm like, ah, man, it's, it was actually frustrating me. It actually led me to that other quote of saying Superman would be a crappy journalist because for me, I can't operate in that mode. I couldn't operate in a mode where I would have a six-hour practice, or I'd get into the office at 5 o'clock in the morning and get home from work at uh, 3 o'clock in the morning and get an hour of sleep and then go back again. So it actually, that, I'm reading too much stuff, and I'm listening to too much stuff, and it actually leads me to another quote. So instead of a, a book I'm talking about, I'm going to tell you about this quote is, a wealth of information leads to a poverty of attention. A wealth of information leads to poverty of attention so just it's great to learn it's great to grow but too much is too it's too much is too much and it's going to overwhelm your head okay tip number 5 a productivity tip this one has absolutely nothing to do with training uh, or even life but here's my productivity tip it relates to the mahoney house do not drink a lot of canned or bottled seltzer so in the mahoney house mrs mahoney drinks about 8 cans of seltzer a day maybe more i don't know But I want you to think of the life cycle of waste that is involved with drinking that many cans of soda or seltzer. One, you got to go buy all this stuff. Now, luckily, we're doing uh, Amazon Fresh or, you know, Fresh Directives being delivered to the house. But now think about transporting all of these cases of seltzer into the house. Then you have to store those cases of seltzer somewhere. And you now have to dispose of all of the packaging that that seltzer came in. Maybe it came in uh, this big bag, you have to throw that out, or it comes in these cardboard boxes, you got to throw that out, right? you got to throw that out and then bring it outside. Then guess what happens when you drink the seltzer? Yep, you got to throw out all those cans. So there's a lot to be done with all of this seltzer. I'm talking hours of work a week to, uh, why don't you just drink water? I don't know. Very simple. I drink water from the sink. Good old New York City water, drinking it from the sink. No waste. Just... Tap that faucet, done. Okay, tip number six. Tip number six, the strangest thing that I saw all week, and it really shouldn't be that strange, but we had a training session on Saturday, sorry, on Sunday, and the ground was nice and smooth. The dew point was beautiful. We're we're pushing the prowler. We're dominating our session. And uh, we we decided to finish the workout off with a finisher. And we finished the finisher, and we're like, let's just see if we can do one more finisher. And within, I don't know, 10 seconds, I don't know if the sun hit the right angle on the field, but the ground became scorched earth, as I referenced in point number one, to the point that I was struggling to even move the prowler with the high handles, something I did a 15-yard shuttle with there back there, so three times like it was water. I couldn't move it uh, three feet with the high handles. And you guys, if you've done this before, you know what I'm talking about. High handles are usually movable. Scorched earth, low handles a problem. Yeah, high handles... This is test weight for the tough man. Damn near immovable to move this thing from one side of the field to the other. So, uh, I don't know. We do this tough man. We're going to have to move it a little earlier so guys have a a fighting chance of breaking the all-time record set by Joe Trunzo. All right, people. That's the end of 6-Minute Monday. Enjoy the rest of your week. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Element. That's L-M-N-T. What's Element? Element is the product that came into my life at exactly the right moment. I've been training hard. I've been sweating like a maniac. But unfortunately, after my sessions, I could never kick that feeling of dehydration. It didn't matter how much water I drank. In fact, the more water I drank, the worse it got. My body was telling me, you need more. You need electrolytes. But I refused to go and buy some sugary sports drink and put that garbage into my body. Enter Element. What's Element? It's a tasty electrolyte drink mix. That's right. I said tasty. They have seven different flavors. My personal favorite is mango chili. But most importantly, it's got no sugar. It's got no gluten. It's got no garbage. It's got no guilt. Take it. You'll feel better. You won't feel like a bum after you drink it. You won't feel any guilt after taking it. To get your element today, go to drinklmnt.com backslash George Mahoney. Again, that's drinklmnt.com backslash George Mahoney. Get yours today.